Hello everybody and welcome to another exciting adventure in the hub world. Today's quest will have us covering the topic of the recently announced Nintendo Direct. My name is Jules and today our party members are... Mateo. Gino. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to give us a like or a follow. Now let's get this adventure rolling. Mateo, do you want to take us away and tell us about our topic? Yes, Jules. So this morning, Nintendo announced that we are actually getting a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. So as with all Nintendo Directs, half of the hype is anticipating them and predicting what is going to get announced in them. So just some quick info before we start our predictions is that the Direct will be roughly 40 minutes and will be focusing on games launching in the first half of 2022. For the sake of time and for the sake of, you know, just we want to get into our predictions right away, we're just going to skip the icebreaker and we're going to skip the housekeeping. Housekeeping-wise, nothing much has really changed since the last episode. It was only a few days ago, so I know we wanted to get back into the icebreaker and the housekeeping sort of format from Podcast Pass, but, I mean, housekeeping. We're excited for the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> True. So, Not much I mean, has this changed. Isn't... Yeah, I guess this is a typical episode, so we don't really need to do housekeeping. Yeah. Okay, let's just move on then. Main topic, Nintendo Direct. Just announced, as always. We probably already had things that we thought were going to be announced for months, but it's always fun to speculate. So what do you guys think we're going to see? Does anybody have anything to start? One thing I'm pretty sure that we will see, just because it's been leaked again by the same French retailer that I believe leaked The Witcher for the Switch, and they leaked another pretty big Switch game. Uh, may have been Animal Crossing, I don't know. But uh, they leaked that a Batman Arkham collection is coming to the Switch. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Three fantastic games that we will finally be able to play on a Nintendo system. I personally will not be playing them because they're probably going to run like garbage. And I already have them on Xbox. But if they they run well and people only own a Nintendo system, I would recommend playing those games. They're among the greatest superhero games ever made. I'm sure they'll run fine. They're they're like PS3 games. Arkham Knight isn't. Yeah, true. Arkham Knight is not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm curious. Arkham Knight might be like wow. It probably all the games won't be on the cart. It's impossible. But Arkham Knight would have to be a cloud game. I can't see it being like because they they downscaled that game for PC. And remember when that game came out, like all the the bugs in the PC version. Like I don't think they fixed that. So. It would have to be a cloud version, but but as for my actual prediction, I think Nintendo's going to continue with the structure of the directs that they've done in the last few, where like they're going to have like three or four showcase like games that they spend like a lot of time on, and I think uh, one of them will be an upcoming game that we already know has a release date that Nintendo hasn't formally said. It's just it's on the Switch eShop, and it ha- they haven't taken it down. But I think we're going to get a big showcase for Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. The game's coming out in April. It's going to be next up on their press sort of push after Kirby. And we really don't know anything about this game. It got delayed because presumably for reasons having to do with just like, you know, WayForward wants to, the game to be as polished as possible. The visuals and the art style 
are very cartoony and and they want to make that look as good as possible but we only sort of deep dive we got into the game was at e3 when uh during the treehouse but like i would love to see what else is new in this game because i've always wanted to play the advanced wars games and like i've had the option or the ability to purchase the game boy advance games but i really want to know what is new about this game if they add any new modes or, or features or quality of life improvements. So I'm really excited for this game. I already have it pre-ordered. So I think we will get a deep dive, at least a couple minutes on Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. I totally forgot that game was coming. I, I personally don't know if they'll focus a ton on it, considering it was meant to come out in December and they hadn't focused on it much, but you never know. I mean, speaking of games that are already announced... There's no way we don't see Splatoon 3 in this Direct. I actually think we'll probably get a release date, or at least a release window, like an idea of yeah. when it's coming. I I genuinely think that game is at latest August, but most likely Q1. Like, I could see that being a May-June game, personally. Like, I, I do think that's why they announced it last year, like early in the year, is I do think it's an early 2022 mm-hmm. game. I don't think we're getting that in the fall. I think that's a spring-summer spring, spring summer Yeah, game. like... Even like around the same window that like Splatoon one and two came out, like late spring, early summer, I think is the sweet spot for Splatoon three. And like I have obviously Splatoon three on mine as well, but like there's no way they talk about Splatoon three in the direct and not announce a test fire. That has to be on the horizon. Like they did it with the first two games. They're gonna do it with this game as well. It'll probably be a multiple session event like the other ones. Maybe if they have a new mode or whatever, they include that in there. But I'm really looking forward to Splatoon 3. I don't know if there will be a test fire. I feel like the reason they did the test fire for the first two was to market the game because it needed people to try it. It also helps with balancing, though. I guess so. I I just see it as they're building off of Splatoon 2. But you're right. Like If it's become something that is somewhat of a... Um, a staple with the marketing like it's very possible that we do get one overall that game is exciting i hope that the structure is more similar to uh, the octo expansion because i think Mm -hmm. that's the best piece of single player content they've put out for splatoon what my heart says and what i want are going to be like two separate things what i want is mario kart 9 because that would get at least for me personally to the same level of hype as a Smash level, like a, like a Super Smash Bros. reveal or a Smash Bros. announcement, because Mario Kart is always good fun. The gameplay is always good. The music is always memorable. The tracks are always there. And with Mario Kart 8, they kind of broke that threshold of like, okay, strictly Mario characters in this, where they brought in Link and Animal Crossing and Splatoon into the Mario Kart realm. Like, we might have, like, and we were jokingly saying this, like, it was one of the earlier podcasts we did about how it might be a Super Smash Kart kind of scenario, and that would be super hype. Just following the success of Smash Bros. Ultimate, how hype would that be? What my heart says is we're going to get something completely different that no one knew they wanted until they see it. And I think that's kind of like what the magic of Nintendo has been recently is like, there's that there's that one famous line from one of the, the Blizzard execs from BlizzCon, you think you want it, but you don't. And Nintendo totally pulls that you think you want it, but you, but you don't line all the time when they just show us like, oh yeah, here's this new thing that we're working on. And we're just like, holy crap, that's amazing. When does it come out? I, I want Mario Kart 9, but I'm, I got to go with Nintendo's going to show us something and we're going to get excited for it and it's going to be great. So you, you are predicting Mario Kart 9, but not at the same time. 
Yes. If we do see Mario Kart 9, I think it would just be a or a new Mario Kart because I don't even know if they'll stick to that naming convention. But I think it'll just be a tease. And the tease will be something similar to Smash Ultimate's reveal where it's the, the one last thing that sort of you think it's something, it's going to go one way and it doesn't go the way you think it's going to be and you're going to get Mario Kart revealed at the end. And it'll be something that gets announced at the next event that they do. Whether it's E3 or it's something around E3 because we don't know what's going on with E3 anymore, but it'll be one of those like seismic bombs they drop at the very end of the direct. So because Mario Kart is the king of all Nintendo IP, that thing will sell tens of millions of copies like Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe have sold combined. So that is like the trump card that they Nintendo can play. It's been almost 10 years since the last Mar- like since Mario Kart 8 officially came out. Yes, I know we had Deluxe, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, I'll be very excited. And I do think if they go with the angle of Nintendo Kart, they can emulate the hype of like Smash reveals to reveal which characters will be coming into Mario Kart, um, which could be really fun. But almost though, like I feel like with Mario Kart, at least to me, the driver isn't really important to Mar- in Mario Kart. It's the it's the track. I think if they they can make a bigger deal about saying like, oh, here is a Pikmin track and like they can make a bigger deal of that than I think of just bringing Olimar into the game. I think it would be a mix though. Like the character is just a driver. They they don't have any abilities or or whatever. That's just a character model in a car. Whereas the the track is what has the personality. That is what represents the series the best. I agree with you in a gameplay aspect, but I do think that the marketing would be around the character, but the character would show off the track. The same way that Smash often shows off the stage as well because i think characters are just iconic right and like sure they don't have any functional difference you're right but the first thing that everybody complains about when it comes to mario kart like look at mario kart 7 mario kart 7 is one of the most panned mario kart games despite having a fantastic roster of tracks and incredible gameplay but it's criticized often just because it cut waluigi and it has honey queen so characters do matter they always matter because people like to play as people that they like to be. And so no matter what, as much as I agree with you that the tracks are more important from a gameplay standpoint, characters always have the most important pull in any kind of like icon based game. Like it's just that's just what it is, regardless of the yeah. fact that functionally they're the same. Like it's a bigger deal to see Olimar pop up in a cart than to see the track. And again, like hearkening back to past criticisms despite the fact that the two F-Zero tracks were incredible in the Mario Kart 8 DLC, all it spawned was people criticizing that Captain Falcon wasn't a racer, right? So it's I do think those racers do have pull, and I do think that if Nintendo's looking for something that they can market the way that they marketed Smash, Mario Kart is something that if they were to do this, it would work. We devoted an entire podcast to the future of Mario Kart, so I'll actually put a link to it here, because we, we delve really deep into this topic so if you're interested just click the link and uh, have a listen so another i think safe bet would be if nintendo announced a new fire emblem game there's three paths they can take here there's the direct sequel to three houses which i think could work and i think is my personal hope or they could do the other path that they've done lately and just continue the remakes of 
Fire Emblem games. They remade Shadow Dragon and they remade Gaiden. So next up would be the remake of the third Fire Emblem game, which is Fire Emblem Mystery of the Emblem. Or they could just make the next installment of the series. It's not connected to anything else, and it's just going to do its own thing. Ultimately, I'm fine with any of those decisions. But if I had to pick one, it would be a sequel to Three Houses. Because I think Three Houses is the biggest game in the series, and it's my favorite game in the series. So I really would like to see the next chapter in that story. Because I think there's definitely more story that they can tell there my question though is for a game like three houses how can they possibly make a sequel when there's three arguably four very distinct endings well the thing is though i've i have an idea of how this could work honestly because like nintendo has the cloud save functionality for a lot of these games right they could actually just see which path the most players took and make a sequel based off of that actual data Sure, but don't you think that defeats the purpose of giving players agency? And don't you think like that would like really leave us like for example, I played as Golden Deer. So let's say that the and this is the reality, most people played as Black Eagles. If you go off the Black Eagles ending, most of the characters I care about, spoilers, are dead. So that's where I'm just like I like the idea of a three houses sequel if it's a gameplay or concept sequel, but I think a story sequel would be messy and it would actually destroy everything that's good about that game because either you'd have to remove a substantial amount of the characters that we've grown to love, and if you do that, then what's the point of making a sequel? Or you have to basically retcon all of the four endings or amalgamate them into something that nobody actually experienced, and in that sense, isn't it also kind of defeating the purpose? Yeah, but other games can, like, the other games do that as well. Like, for instance, I know, like, it's a little bit different, but look what's happening with Splatoon. The players straight up chose how the, the, the path of the next game appears based off of which side they pick in Splatfest. I get what you're saying. I just think it's very messy. And it's like the whole point of that Fire Emblem game and what made it brilliant was the agency. And I just, like, I don't know. I'm, I know this is now we're on, like, a different tangent. I just, I personally can't see how it could work. I yeah. do want a Three Houses sequel, but I want it in concept. Like, give us like either like so far forward in the in the history that like everything that happened in Three Houses is like legend, and you don't actually know which one's canon. Similar to like what Breath of the Wild kind of does with the timelines, yeah. um, or like a prequel or um, something that's just like conceptually the same, but it's actually in a different world. Like, I think that that's kind of the the way I'd go. It's hard to make a Three Houses sequel. Like, of course, I want more tales with those characters, but I just don't know how you do it. Either way, Fire Emblem needs to happen. I think that mm-hmm. it's time that a Fire Emblem game drops. Sorry, I kind of just hijacked that one. I didn't mean to. We all love Nintendo, so we, we all going to want to have our opinions, right? So I'm fine with that. So, Jules, do you have a prediction? Well, the one I'm going to say right now is that... I feel like every year has Mario content. That's just the reality. There's always a Mario game. Um, And if Fire Emblem's getting a game, there's probably not going to be a Paper Mario. You know, Mario Party just had its release. We've had tennis. We've had golf. And yeah, there could be cart. I'm feeling like there's something of a new Super Mario Bros. in the works. There's a new 2D side-scrolling Mario in the works. And whether that's a new, new Super Mario Bros. or something that's the next step in side-scrolling Mario Bros. games, like maybe something that uses like the 3D world style that was featured in 
um, Super Mario Maker 2 or something different, I think we're going to get a side-scrolling Mario this year. And I could see it getting announced in the Direct. My dream for 2D Mario would be if Nintendo made a 2D Mario game using that amazing hand-drawn artwork that they used in like the character portraits in 3d world or or, or in like in various other games like they've used that style before that would be so fantastic something like like almost like wario land shake it where it's like an animation yeah like exactly i think that would be that'd be so unique that would be very cool i would i would be super down for that. i just hate the design and the art style of the new super mario bros games they just look plasticky at least, like, from the character models, right? And they overstayed their welcome, too. Yeah. Four games with that style, I think, is enough. Gameplay will be gameplay. It'll be fantastic. There's no way to predict, like, the power-ups or special moves or something Mario would have. But, like, that would be my dream art style. Even if, like, Good Feel made it. Because, like, Yoshi's Crafted World came out, what, two years ago? What are they doing? I think it definitely, like, 2D Mario needs a refresher because i feel like the problem with new super mario bros and i know we've talked about this before and i actually genuinely enjoy all the new super mario bros games but i think the problem with new super mario bros is that when it was conceptualized and when it was released back on the ds and even if you want to stretch it to the wii one the intention was this is a new pillar right like you had mario bros 1 mario bros 2 mario bros 3 mario world and these are all the side-scrolling marios and then New Super Mario Bros. was like a pillar to stand alongside all of those. Now, other than the first Super Mario Bros. game, all of those only had one game in each of those styles. And I feel like Super Mario Bros. Wii was totally okay. Like, it was Return of the Koopalings, built off of New Super Mario Bros. Totally fair. But I feel like once they started to make more New Super Mario Bros. 2, New Super Mario Bros. U... Now, New Super Mario Bros. doesn't even feel like it's part of the 2D Mario series. It feels like it's just its own series. And that's really killed it for me, because now there's too many of them. Um, And they all bleed together, too, right? Like, I can, in my head, remember levels and remember the games of Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World, because I can remember the art style, I can remember those games, the power-ups. The problem with New Super Mario Bros. is I can't remember where the power-ups, which ones they're in, where, like, the distinct levels, and it's because there's too many of them. And I think that they just need to freshen up 2D Mario. Because Mario Mm -hmm. deserves, like, Mario is excellent in 2D. Excellent. And it needs a fresh take and i would love to see that this year for mario and know what even if they want to make it a tie-in to the upcoming mario brothers movie like all the power to them if that's going to be the game version of that movie like do it if they want to match the animation style of whatever illumination is doing like cool but i think it needs to be something distinct from new super mario bros Oh, Jules, I will I will ask you one thing and, and push you just one step further here. Do you think that the, they would include a world editor with it because of Mario Maker? I feel like Mario Maker is like a staple in, in any 2D Mario now where they're going to have to include some kind of like, okay, here's the pre-built worlds by Nintendo and everything. It'll have all the bosses, all of this, all of that. But we've given you the tools to make all these things in the past. Here's just all the art assets. Here's just a blank world editor. Make levels and share it with your friends. Do you think they would do that? I personally think no, for two reasons. Um, My big two reasons are, one, obviously, 
they'll probably make a Mario Maker 3 at some point and they'll need something to add to it and adding a new style is always great. But two, Super Mario Maker 1 and 2 are deliberately, like deliberately bare bones in terms of their editors. Like they do not include all of the enemies and bosses and all the things you can actually do in the main games. And that's to preserve the sanctity of the original games because if you could just recreate them, then what's the point of them? What makes them unique? So they give you enough to make it feel like Super Mario Bros. 3, but not enough that Super Mario Bros. 3 feels redundant. And that's why I feel like they wouldn't include a level editor, because if they included a level editor, either they don't give you everything and then people will be upset, or they give you everything and then the main game doesn't feel unique or important. So I, I actually don't think they'd give you a level editor. Um, and I think they shouldn't, because I actually think the level editor, as much as I like it, I really do feel like it destroys the sanctity of the single-player experience. Um, and I can say that even looking at other games that are similar to it, like Little Big Planet 3, for example, I don't remember a single level from that game. Why? Because the level editor was the focus, not because the campaign was the focus, despite the fact that I know and I remember the campaign actually having some really cool, unique ideas. The problem is the level editor throws that out the window. And so I really think if they want to preserve like 2D Mario, they need to keep Mario Maker and 2D Mario separate. The problem is with 2D Mario, like really the last real 2D Mario game was New Super Mario Bros. U. Because, like, yeah, New Super Luigi U was built off of that, and, like, Mario Maker is its own thing. But that was at the Wii U launch. That was in 2012. So it's been 10 years since we've had, like, a true 2D Mario experience. And you know what? It doesn't even bother me that it's been that long since we've had one. So, and, like, it never even came across my mind that, like, that would be something that I would want. But now, after hearing that, like, yeah, definitely, I think it is time 10 years is too long to have essentially your flagship version of your flagship character to have his dormant. It's been too long. Is there one more thing actually I can say? Cause it's kind of related to this. Cause it's related to something you said, just one more prediction. Cause I was just, you know, this is typically what I do when we do this. I peered over on my DS collection, which is in front of me to look at all the major franchises and see what hasn't had a game in a while. And now you were saying, is it Good Feels? Is that what they're called? The ones who do Yoshi? Good Feel. Yep. Good Feels. I would love to see them take on Wario Land. Um, I don't think it will happen. I actually think it's more likely that... Who's our friends there making Advance Wars? Way forward. I can see it more likely that Nintendo is testing out giving way forward Advance Wars, something that's a smaller series without uh, like a super iconic character. And if that's successful, them giving them the reins to Wario Land next. Like, I could see that being the natural evolution. Wario Land is one of those dormant series as well that it's like, would love to see it. Not going to cry if it's not there, but it's another one that I think can do, could use another installment. And we are, you know, the Wii was the era of the 2D platformers, and we're suddenly in the era of 3D platformers, and 2D platformers from Nintendo have all but faded like there hasn't been a lot on the switch i'd like to see a few more pass off to you gino i i actually was gonna go in and uh lean on the warrior land uh, wario land uh kind of thing oh, as well Jules, kind Sorry of, for jumping that. no it's okay it's okay because um yeah it is it is one of those franchises that was like it was it was so fun and funny 
back playing them on the Game Boy, uh, Game Boy Color, and the Game Boy Advance for Warrior Lens 1, 2, 3, and 4. And then we got it, like, the, again, going back into, like, the hand-drawn kind of thing, then Warrior Lens Shake It had all of that stuff in its 2D platformer. Um, I just wanted to just do a quick call-out for, I also would like Warrior Land. But speaking of, like, when I was talking about uh, Mario Kart being kind of, like, this at the same level as Smash Bros, it had me going down a little avenue in my mind about, well, what's Sakurai going to be doing? I know he's supposed to be enjoying his time off and everything, but we know that Sakurai can't stay, like, he ha- he has to be busy. The guy takes a little bit of a break, and then he goes right back to work. And it'd be really cool to see him pick up uh, Kid Icarus again and go with that, or just Nintendo in general, just, like, picking up Kid Icarus and, like, t- uh, and continuing where Sakurai left off before he got dragged back into Smash again for the 10-year dev cycle that was Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate. I would really like to see uh, that kind of like on rails, kind of like flying around and shooting, and kind of like quasi a third person action adventure game. Kid Icarus Uprising just was a formula that worked. I really enjoyed it, and I feel like that game would be fantastic to do, especially now on the Switch as well. And it's still, you can still use some of the old controls back from the, the 3DS because the Switch does have a touch screen, and there aren't too many games that take advantage of, okay, here are all your buttons from your your controllers you can use those to aim and do all that stuff but you could also use the touch controls as well with the the touch screen and there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have the handheld switch as well so the main complaint people had with kid icarus uprising had to do with the controls right but i personally really feel like the touch screen really doesn't add anything that unique to that game that game could have been completely played with two sticks Mateo, the launch 3DSs didn't have that. You had to get that weird. I, I'm peripheral. talking about like if they were to port it, like now, like all the problems of that game would have been fixed if you just map it to a controller. That franchise was resurrected in such a fantastic way, and it just has been left to die basically again. Like I know, like the, Sakurai probably would want to be involved in the, the creative process of that game, but like even if he doesn't, I feel like they should just do it it's too good of a of a package just to leave behind because like that voice acting in that game is fantastic the sound design and the the, the music the this that game is just oozing with personality and it's just it's just a shame to leave it on the 3ds put it on a modern system and uprise it do what you need to do and just put it out there i think it would be such a huge success if they put it out there and we put it on our 3ds essentials list like it was a no-brainer putting on there like we all love that game and i think it's borderline like stupid if nintendo doesn't doesn't do anything with the kid icarus series going forward yeah but like maybe even a sequel not just the actual game itself being ported over i mean like, yeah, like test like the anything market. like test the market by doing the port and then after they see oh wait a minute people still are interested in this and people still like this then go ahead and do the full-on sequel. Um, my next prediction actually is something I'm just going to quickly add here because, Jules, when you were talking about Mario, I was thinking, yeah, well, there probably will be something. And I think a really easy one that they could do, and I feel like now might be the right time to announce it, is something that you actually mentioned with Mario Party. I think we are going to get Mario Party Superstars DLC. I believe there was data mine uh, in- info in the game for more boards. So maybe we get another board from Mario Party 3 or uh, a couple boards, ideally, some more characters, whatever. 
I just think putting more content in that game would be fantastic. But know what else would be fantastic? Is if they included the DLC with the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass. It's just weird if they would only put Animal Crossing in there. And like, by calling it the expansion pack, it should have multiple expansions or DLCs in there. And I think an easy one that, that won't break the bank for Nintendo to include there would just be a Mario Party DLC. And I think that'd be a big win for for fans and for Nintendo because they've been getting a lot of bad PR for the N64 emulation and they've seemingly are improving that with the most recent patch. But to add more value to the service very, very quickly, more than any single game probably would be, would just to be putting DLC in there. And Mario Party Superstars is selling well. It's our favorite Mario Party in such a long time. I'm sure most people would agree with that as well. I I think that would be a, a big home run. I like that idea, Mateo, of putting it with the expansion pass because I think it would do the dual job of not only giving more value to the expansion pass, but also promotes games, right? Um, because in order to get that value, like you'd have to pick up Mario Kart or Mario Party. So I yeah, that could be cool. And I do think Mario Party is um, you know, doing well. And I think more so than any Mario Party game in the past, there's so much potential for DLC in this one because it is pulling on the past and there is so much from the past that they can pull from. So do you think like maybe they would do like a whole separate mode with like the maybe the GameCube era stuff, or do you think they're just gonna double down on the classic N sixty four things? I personally don't see it being a GameCube era thing because I think that would fundamentally change what they've built and they'd have to like really change it. Like the orbs and things, right? Yeah, and I also just feel like what makes more sense is because I don't think they'll add mini games. I feel like it just makes sense to just add boards and characters and it to be a pretty cheap new DLC. Like they could add more mini games. Maybe they would, but I think if they add more mini games, what they should do is they should fill out the rest of the N64 ones that they don't have, not bring in ones from the GameCube, because I think what they should do is they should save the GameCube boards and gameplay style, as well as the majority of the GameCube games. And then when they make a sequel to Superstars, go with the exact same concept, bring a hundred games in all past boards, but it's focused on the GameCube era. So the majority of the games would come from the GameCube era. The boards and the mechanics would be based off the GameCube era. Um, and the character roster would be based off the GameCube era. Cause I think you, I genuinely think you could get two games worth out of past Mario party games. Oh, easily stop at oh, yeah. GameCube though, please. I don't want yeah. a Wii era <laughs> Mario party. They could lump Mario party eight with the GameCube ones. No, 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 no. They will the camp because it mechanically it isn't the same. Like technically Mario Party Four is not mechanically the same as five, six, seven, but I mean you could adjust the boards to work. Um yeah. actually they could put a Mario Party Four board in even this one. But anyway, we're getting into Mario Party now too much. I feel like it's possible. Um and I do think it would be nice to have. I believe it is you now, Jules, with a prediction. Something I feel that's probably going to be announced this year at some point xenoblade 3 and or monolith soft's next project is likely coming this year at least going to be announced this year it has been now um almost two years um since xenoblade definitive edition came out and there's no way that that was the only thing they were working on considering it was ultimately a remaster remake of 
the original Xenoblade. I'm sure like they did do a lot of work on it, but I'm sure they had something else, like a new project they were working on. Um, so I can see that coming as well. It, it does feel right because I believe Monolith Soft has been staffing up. They have the ability to work on multiple projects at a time. And the timeline does sort of make sense. At least if they announce something now, they could release it by the end of the year type of deal. I'm out of like specific game predictions. I have one or two like general predictions where I lump multiple games into. But Gino, if you have something, uh, by all means, you go next. Uh, Pikmin 4. It's apparently coming. It's apparently happening. (laughs) Um, It's constantly coming, but it never is here. Whereas Pikmin 4, yeah. um, I know Arlo's probably not listening to this, but I, that one's for him. That one's for Arlo. At this point, I don't know. I don't know if it exists anymore. I feel like Miyamoto forgot about it. Pikmin 4 is like pick, how Pikmin 3 was. Like Pikmin 3 was, was in limbo for five years. At least we knew it was in develop. Pikmin 3 was in development when Nintendo was talking about it. Pikmin 4 could literally just have been like, it could have been a mistranslation or whatever. I don't know. Let's be real. What happened was after Star Fox Zero and after Pikmin 3, Miyamoto started working on Pikmin 4. There's a dev team at Nintendo that's working on Pikmin 4. And then Miyamoto got called by Illumination. They made this deal for the Mario Brothers movie. And Pikmin 4 is literally a dev team has been sitting at Nintendo for the last five years with a finished game. And every time they try to call Miyamoto, he's like, yeah, I'll be there soon. And then he just doesn't come. And they've been sitting there for five years waiting for Miyamoto to come and approve their game. That's what I think's happened. Jules, I love all these elaborate stories. He just forgot. Like, I genuinely think it's like there's some poor dev team there that Miyamoto, like, literally forgot about. He's like, I'm, I'm going to get some milk, guys. I'll be back. In the meantime, build Super Nintendo World, works on a Mario movie. I kind of want to do this prediction where what's not going to be at this Nintendo Direct. And I got four games, and it's the same four games that we always talk about in Nintendo Directs. Th- some things have changed since our last predictions video. We have seen one of these games, and it is supposed to be a 2022 game, but I don't think it will be in this Direct. There's absolutely no way we're going to see Metroid Prime. There's no way we are going to see the sequel to Breath of the Wild. There is no way we are going to see Bayonetta 3, and... There's no way we are going to see Silk Song. Silk Song, I think, is the type of game that's just, it's either going to open or close an Indie World Direct and it'll be available the day that it gets re-revealed. People are just going to constantly predict what's happening with these games. But like realistically, the first Direct of the year that's only going to talk about games probably coming out within the first six months or so, these are not first half year type games. At least first party wise, these three games are not those types of games so i'm not gonna predict those are gonna happen as as a matter of fact i'm gonna predict the opposite those will not be in this direct (laughs) i have a prediction for you and this is one that we have said in previous ones but i think it's more viable this year grezzo was making something they were hiring last year right before skyward sword hd released and i remember everybody was buzzing like are they making skyward sword hd and then skyward sword hd got announced it wasn't grezzo i know in my heart of hearts Oracle of Ages, Ages and Seasons are coming. And the reason it's taken this long from Link's Awakening remake is because they're making two games. Like, that's... I know it deep down. I don't know if it'll be this direct or later in the year. I don't know if they would even think about releasing two Zelda games in the same year. But I want to believe deep, deep down that Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons HD are, are coming. Now, when you say 
two Zelda games in the same year. You're referring to like Oracle of Ages and Seasons as one, and then the sequel of Breath of the Wild as another? Yes. Or Yes, that's what okay. I'm referring to. Yeah, I can't see that either. Um, especially if they're both going to be $80 games, right? Like, that's the big one. Is like, I, I wonder how they would sell it. Like, I wonder if they would release it as The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons and have them be bundled as one game. Or if they would try to sell them separately. Because I think if they sold them separately, they would still sell. Like, let's be real. The Nintendo fanboys like us are going to buy them both. But I do think they would rub a lot of people the wrong way because I think already Link's Awakening was a really tough sell for them at $80. And I think trying to sell two games like that at $80 is going to be tough. Whereas I think if they package them together, I think that creates such a high value because it'll be viewed as the opposite, right? Like it won't be viewed as something undervalued like Link's Awakening was. It'll be viewed as something overvalued because this is two games in one. And I actually think that that's their best bet. Like, if they're going to release them, they should absolutely package them together. And I think if they don't, then they're going to have a hard time selling them both. The pessimist Nintendo fan in me thinks it's going to be like, they'll sell each game separately. Or you can buy a combo pack that gives you like a $20 discount or something. If like So instead of it being $160, you'll pay $140. Or if you buy one game physically, you can get a discount on the other game if you buy it digitally. They know... People like us will buy... Look how much money we dropped on Metroid Dread when that game came out. We bought the special editions. We bought the Amiibo. Like, and that's a reality, right? Is like the reality is they will more likely release them separately with a super expensive collector's edition that comes with both on the same cartridge as well as a bunch of stuff. Like, I feel like that's more likely. But I hope that they would package them together. Because I don't want it to end. Because the thing with Oracle of Ages and Seasons is they're meant to be played together. And just judging by how much Oracle of Ages and Seasons goes for now, like I don't think they sold the best. Like Together, I'm sure they sold well. But individually, they didn't sell the best, right? And I think that's because there were two versions. This isn't a like this isn't a Pokemon deal where like it's one or the other. Like people should be playing both. That yeah. should be the point of it. They're two different games. Yeah, and that's why I really feel like releasing them both separately. What's going to end up happening is it's going to be an either or situation. Like if people buy it, they're going to buy one. They're not going to buy both. And I really think that's a disservice to to fans. Like I, I just. I, and like just looking at Link's Awakening and how difficult of a sell it was for Nintendo because of how short it was and it was a top-down Zelda. It was similar to like Metroid Dread, right? Like it's hard to sell those games because they do feel like like older games that aren't necessarily worth a lot. And I think Link's Awakening, especially when you look at it in comparison to something like Breath of the Wild, it's a tough sell. I think pack- packaging them together removes all of that. Like if you can just say like this is two games in one, like that in itself is such a selling point and it would be such a nice treat for the fans. And I think ultimately it would serve Nintendo better because one, it would give them good press. Two, it would make sure that the game sells very well. And three, then you don't have two other Zelda games competing with Breath of the Wild 2. You just have one. And I know they're vastly different games, but like releasing three individual Zelda games in one year, that might be that might be tough Nintendo. This is all operating under the assumption that these games are coming, of course. Or maybe they just don't remake the two Oracle games. They just make the third one. That never came out. Or they do Link to the Past. I don't think they'll do Link to the Past. But like this is the thing. If any Zelda game 
gets announced this year and ends the trailer with 2022, there's no way Breath of the Wild sequel out this year. That's like the one thing. Really? You think so? Yep. Even if it's like early, even if they give like a release date and it's like Oracle of Ages and Seasons coming out May 3rd. I'll give you that. But like, even if it's like a Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD combo pack or, or re-release, whatever, and it has like an August or September date, there's no way Breath of the Wild sequel's coming out. Does anyone else have any more predictions honestly going back to my my first point mateo i think that it's one of those things where like they're they're gonna show us something that we would never predict and we suddenly want it and i think that's just where we're at with them right now so i'm excited to see what happens i'm sure you're all excited to see what happens too and i think the best thing is for us to all be excited together and that's the mm-hmm. that's the that's like that's why we started doing this in the first place we wanted to talk about nintendo direct predictions and things exactly that's that's what it's all about Gino well said so keep in mind this will be technically the predictions is the part one of our direct coverage Uh, at some point either on the day the direct happens or the following we will do a live podcast breaking down the direct so keep your eyes open for that in your subscription feed with that Gino would you mind playing us out That brings us to the end of today's quest. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know any ideas that you have for any upcoming uh, icebreakers, or just share your thoughts. Leave us a comment on YouTube, and let us know what we got right. Let us know what we got wrong. Let us know what you're excited about. You now know what we're excited for. Anyways, that's it from us here at the Hub World. Uh, Mateo, any closing remarks? Microsoft, make a new Banjo game. And Nintendo, make a new Kid Icarus game. See everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.